peoples of the worldwide federated internet. What's good? Who are you? have a great debate in our time and a great schism amongst men. When I say men, I mean mankind. There is a saying, a very popular saying. Uh, let me remember how this saying goes. A chain is only as strong as its weakest link. And we definitely do have a weak link in the chain of society. And that weak link is family. When a family breaks down, there's different things within that structure that break down along with it. A family is made up of individuals. When that family is broken down, individuals are broken down. When families and individuals are broken down, society is broken down. And we see that playing out in this day. But I wanted to get to something that I, that I thought about today as I was going through the book of Jeremiah. Let's get to that. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1 and verse 5, the Bible says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. <clears throat> so we see God forms people in the womb. <clears throat> I'm going to take you to the book of Psalms 139 and verse 13 is where I'm going to start. Psalm 139, 13, and let me get there in my Bible. Psalm 139, verse 13. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, that my soul knoweth right and well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and, <clears throat> and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, and verse 5. Get there, Isaiah forty nine and five. So, Isaiah forty nine five, 
And now saith the Lord, listen to this, that formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob again to him, though Israel be not gathered. Yet shall I be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. And some might think, well, yeah, you know, he's talking about the prophets and, you know, just forming them. This is specific. Okay, that's, you know, okay. let's say I went with that. But, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about issues like this. And sometimes you got to find it all before you come to a improper conclusion. So in the book of Job, just joking, it's the book of Job, chapter 31, starting at verse 13. The Bible says, if I did despise the cause of my manservant or of my maidservant, when they contended with me, what then shall I do when God riseth, when God riseth up? And when he visiteth, what shall I answer him? Did not he that made me in the womb make him? Did not one fashion us in the womb? So we see a common theme in these verses. God fashioned us in the womb. He made us in the womb. Yet another reason why I will not support abortion, but that's not the topic I'm talking about today. There is a group of people in our society who believe that they were born the wrong sex. Men who believe they're women and women who believe they are men. They feel like they're trapped in the wrong body. We know from the beginning, the devil has attacked what God created. God created man. The devil was on the attack immediately. One of the first things God instituted was the family. The devil attacks that. Another thing that the devil does, the Bible mentions in a place, the fiery darts of the wicked one. What are those fiery darts? Those are thoughts. Things that come up in your mind. Where did this thought come from in some people that they were born in a wrong body? Some people may say, well, I was born that way. Were you really? Were you really? You see, we are... By nature, when we're born at odds with God, the devil knows this and has been at this for thousands of years and manipulates this. Those thoughts start to arise in a young person, especially when a young person has no one around with, with some, some wisdom some biblically sound wisdom to offer them, to let them know. Let's unpack this. Let's, let's go to the Bible and let's talk about this. If you're a man, God fashioned you in the womb. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You are God's creation. God makes no mistakes. For you to say that you are meant to be a woman if you're a man is to say that God made a mistake 
in the womb. I cannot go with that biblically, as we saw from these verses. I cannot concede to that. And believers are giving concessions in a lot of these areas, especially dealing with this topic. And I know we don't want to come off as mean and we don't want to come off as rude. What we as believers need to understand and what we need to come to grips with is you can deal with someone compassionately while giving them the truth. Right. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it in a snarky, snide and rude manner. I can tell a person, well, no, I biblically disagree with you. You are exactly who God intended you to be as far as your sex. And I can show you this from the Bible. God formed you and fashioned you in the womb. God knows exactly what he's doing. God makes no mistakes. You're born a man. You're supposed to be a man. You're born a woman. You're supposed to be a woman. Anything other than that is mental instability. And I know that seems like an attack when people say this. This is not an attack. If I were to tell you to anybody who happens to be transgender that would come across this video, if I was to happen to tell you, oh, I feel like I'm a dog. I believe I'm a dog. Now, you might, for sake of holding your position, run with me on that and agree with me just for the sake of holding your position. But let's really think about that. I'm a dog, really. Not attacking you. But what I am telling you is me saying I'm a dog is the same thing as a man saying I was meant to be a woman or a woman saying I was meant to be a man. That's a that's a disconnect from reality. And we know where this comes from. The devil has been attacking God's crown jewel, his creation, man, from the beginning. You break down a family. Families are broke down. Now you break down the individual. You get individuals to give in to secular humanistic ideas. My truth is whatever I say it is. Your truth is whatever you say it is. Well, if that's the case, what are we standing on? It's all jello and nothing matters. And this is where you get anarchy and chaos. God created and formed you in the womb. You see, in order to, to carry these ideas to their eventual fruition, God needs to be removed. Look, it's no, it, it, it doesn't take rocket science to see why there's, there's always been such an attack on the Bible, on Christians, on what we believe, um, on, on, on how Christians are portrayed portrayed as nutcases. Let's think about this. I'm telling you, I'm a man and this is what I'm supposed to be. I am biologically a man and nothing will ever change that. You're saying you're supposed to be a woman and you want to get a whole sex change and I'm the nutcase. You don't see the discrepancy there and this is not an attack. Again, this is not an attack. Let's think this through logically this is mental 
instability. And Christians, we do not need to concede and give ground in this area. We need to stand firm on what the Bible teaches without being rude. You don't have to be rude to do that. I can have compassion and I can stand on a Bible unwavering. That is possible. This is again, this is not meant as hatred towards anybody who feels like they are born in, in the wrong body. But I'm here to tell you that is not true. And that thought did not come from God. God is not the author of confusion. God formed you in the womb. You are every person, every man, boy, woman, child ever born in history has God's personal touch. God formed and fashioned you in the womb. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. An attack on that is an attack on God. This is why there's such a huge attack on creation. The devil's been at this for thousands of years. He's got this thing down pat. Yet another reason why believers, we need to stick with this book. We need to stop giving concessions and stop giving in to the guilt trip. Look, I know I know how it is. We see what the Bible says. We believe what the Bible says, but it's like, ah, oh, this is going to be uncomfortable to talk to some people about these things. They're not going to want to hear this. I understand that. I understand that apprehension. But we also have to remember that there will come a day where every man will stand before God and you will either be justified by the blood of Christ or judged by not receiving what he did for you. This is why as believers, we need to stand on the truth. There's even people who don't believe the Bible that have come to the conclusion, secular philosophers that have come to the conclusion that people who are transgender, it is a mental instability. Again, that is not an attack. People assume when you say that, that's an attack. It's not an attack. Spiritually, if that's where you're at, you believe you're in the wrong body. I'm going to tell you spiritually, you need help and mentally you need help. I pray that people who are in that predicament and of that thought will get help. Believers, we need to stop giving concessions in these areas and we need to hold fast, stick with the Bible and stop feeling like we have to accommodate every idea that's anti-biblical just out of the sake of getting, getting along. I know what the Bible says. If it be at all possible, live peaceably with all men. But notice it said, if it be at all possible, I will live in peace with everyone I encounter as long as I can. But when your ideas run contrary to the Bible, I have to stick with the Bible. Stay frosty, people.